0: Hello, listeners, and welcome to episode 291 of the Spoiler Alert podcast. This is Mike. I'm here with Danny, and tonight we're reviewing the new Tom Hanks vehicle, Greyhound, which is airing on Apple TV. Danny, how are you doing tonight?
1: I'm doing great. I like that you called this a vehicle, and it's called Greyhound, and I had a picture oh, of like my like head that? of Tom Hanks on a bus. Just... <laughs> Going cross-country, yes. just chatting, maybe maybe offering to share snacks with people that he meets along the way.
0: Because that's what he would do. That's what he would do. Is he with Rita, do you think? Are they both, like, sitting there or is it just him kind of hanging out and, like, like there's, like, a open seat next to him and he's just kind of wishing somebody would sit next to him and hang out? Like, that's how he got COVID? <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, no. No, going dark. Oh no. Ouch.
1: Well, I'm in a dark place
0: because... I think he's uh, given know, he's given plasma now too. I think
1: yes, yeah. His yeah. blood may in fact be part of the cure or, the f- or a vaccine.
0: Vaccine, yes. The, like Thank we you, all Tom. get like
1: a little bit of Tom Hanks's DNA in us. Thanks. He's America's dad, and now he's just <laughs> given blood plasma to all Americans to
0: prove yeah, it. I love him. We we yeah. all love him. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, but I'm in a dark place because AMC theaters has yet again postponed their reopening. Christopher Nolan's Tenet has been just taken off
0: the schedule. It's never going to see the light of day. That, that thing is just shelved. Yeah. You know,
1: it just I'm so torn about it because it feels like we're never going to get back into a movie theater. And I'm really bummed and despondent about that. And at the same time, I know the first moment I get back into a movie theater, I'm going to be annoyed with some of the other people in the theater with me. <laughs> Some a hole is gonna be crinkling candy wrappers or talking on a phone the whole time. Someone will just <laughs> I reek. Told, I told the you about like, the family
0: that, that was sitting not far down from us, and like this girl kept like scooping ice out of her cup and like crunching on it. Like <laughs> yes. this, this girl, like Christian's age or something like that. I was so pissed off. <laughs> well, I, I want
1: to with my dad and my brothers to see. Um, Holmes and Watson with Will Ferrell and, and John C. Riley last year. It's a terrible, terrible movie. We, we reviewed we, it, didn't we? Yeah. We, yeah but when right. we got in the theater, it was just the three of us. It was it was me and my dad and my brother. Only three humans in the theater. We had like a private screening. And then people showed up with like a couple minutes to spare right before the, mo- the movie started. And they sat right in front of us. Like dead center <laughs> in the theater. Like, there's hundreds of open seats they chose the three immediately in front of us <laughs> and like talk about ruining the experience like what was the point of that so like on the one hand i'm dying to go to the movies on the other hand i know hell is other people and it's only going to be
0: something that i'm annoyed with so, i've always wanted I don't know, to be the, I don't know. i've always i've always wanted to be the guy that is the one person that walks into a movie theater that one other person is in and just goes and sits directly next to them right like, next like to you, them. No you you buffer, can pick no any things. seat you want yeah like we don't need a buffer like i ask them to hold my coat or like, <laughs> like 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 put my drink like like ask them to move their drink from the cup holder so i can put mine in that one yeah right like right i have always wanted to do that i've never actually well not with it reserved
1: seats you can just be like well this is the ticket they sold me so.
0: <laughs> right right so AMC is, has uh, postponed. I got a, an email from Flix the other day, too, like asking for help, like yeah, financial yeah. support so we can keep going. That's, that's really rough. That That, that is sucks. really rough. It does suck. And so, of course,
1: we want theater owners and theater employees to be back on their feet and back at work and kicking out drunks and cleaning up spills. Brewing and- our youpolis. <laughs> brewing that's a beer brewing our beer yeah. uh yeah yeah we want all those things so gosh
0: i'm ready i miss it i miss a yeah. big time yeah but so in this, the
1: meantime there's apple plus tv apple tv apple, apple plus
0: tv plus apple, apple Prime? tv plus <laughs> apple, apple flix max <laughs> this this movie was for some reason it was planned to be a theatrical release, yes? It yes. was Sony Pictures Classics? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. But uh, rescued, so, kind of, rescued by Apple. Rescued by Apple, yeah. Maybe. Right. Um, You'd say. I, guess, I, I don't know how you... How, how do you quantify that at this point? I don't know. Like, when you're when you're taken on water, you, you do whatever you can to not sink. And I guess that's what had to happen to this film, right? Like, we could... We could wait for a theatrical release, but when's that? When is that See, it's happen? interesting
1: that you think that Apple rescued Greyhound, and I'm thinking, wow, lucky for Apple that uh, a war movie starring Tom Hanks became available so that they could put something oh. on their streaming service in time for, like, 4th Did, of July...
0: What else you know, is on there? I don't know. Are you not? you are not an not Apple Plus fan.
1: There's not a lot on there. Uh, okay. I don't know All why right. that one exists. I don't know why Apple decided. Hey, I got a great idea. Let's let's spend into the more and business. more money on the content. And yeah, this just okay. Not not best choice at this point. Although Apple has enough. All right. Cash on hand to to buy. I think Disney and several other companies just with their spare cash. So it's not like it's putting them out, uh, the content, but anyway, I don't know why it exists, but it does. And that's
0: where you watch Greyhound.
1: Why don't you, uh, give us a quick plot recap and let's, let's get into this thing.
0: Yeah. So Greyhound, uh, is a film, uh, based on a novel from the fifties and it stars Tom Hanks in the lead role and kind of the almost only role Basically, I'm going to keep this super tight. This is a he's he's the commander of a convoy of ships making their way from North America to Europe, uh, specifically Liverpool, during the middle of World War II. And the whole gist of it is that they get air cover early in their journey. And then they go into the black pit where there's not enough fuel for fighter jets to actually give them air cover. Until they get closer to Europe, when flights, uh, planes are able to uh, give them air cover, and across that black pit in the middle of the Atlantic, this convoy of Allied ships encounters a significant number of German U-boats who are hell bent on destroying them, as as was the case during World War Two, and that's Greyhound. Yeah. What did you think of the movie? I really enjoyed this movie. I I actually really liked it. It's a a bummer that I didn't get to see it theatrically. It was... was, While I was watching it, I was very thankful that there was new content on streaming services that I would have enjoyed in a theater. Like, it was just really fun to not, like, need to go back to a rerun or something that somebody just... ...out so that we have content... I was right. like, this is a good movie that I would have really loved, and I thought might have done quite well had it come out theatrically. And so I was really happy with it. How about you? Uh,
1: I thought it was fine. Fine. Just it fine. That was fine. Uh, <laughs> it's funny that you uh, you said all that because to me, it really felt like made for TV. And I kept thinking, sure, there's no way this would have like filled a theatrical experience. It felt like it was sort of right sized for my TV. And I thought, even then, eh, a minor okay. work. I don't know. Uh, uh, fair enough, um, but you liked it. So tell, let's let's I, hear from you. What did you like about it? You know, other I, than Elizabeth Shue showing up,
0: which is yeah. weird. She came out of nowhere. Was it? What was the last movie we saw her in? Was it the the tennis movie with? With Battle of the Sexes uh, Battle of the Sexes, yeah, she was in that, right? She was, she was
1: also in the Amazon Prime TV show, The Boys The, like, heavily R-rated superhero show Which was surprisingly Really fun Uh, And she plays just a terrible, terrible Person in that show, it's really Fairly awesome, but anyway Neither here nor there,
0: what did you like about it? I I, I guess for me, this (laughs) This is gonna sound like a dumb Reason to like the movie We're all used to that. But I feel that the 90-minute runtime was perfect for it. And maybe that's actually (laughs) playing into what you said about it being a movie that you wouldn't have loved theatrically but was right-sized for your TV. I, I just feel like 90 minutes was all I needed of this movie, and it was perfect at that time. I thought that it was suspenseful, I thought that it was exciting, and I thought that... It was absolutely right to end where it did. It didn't need to go 30 minutes longer. We didn't need an epilogue. We didn't need a drawn-out dramatic scene of, uh, I don't know, so, so some sort of h- human intervention in the middle. Like, we, we didn't need any of that. This was a perfect length for this movie. Well, I'll grant you there wasn't a lot of, of like,
1: fat on the bone. I mean, there there's a pretty bare-bones plot. I, I mentioned that Elizabeth Shue is in this. She's on screen for... Maybe three minutes, yeah. If that, and I think she's the only woman in the whole movie. And then Tom Hanks is on the boat at sea, and then that's it. We're just off to the races, and he's protecting other boats until their job is done. Yeah, and so I, I agree. There's there's no extraneous subplots. There's no you know there's no romance. There's no politics. There's no um in fighting with the crew, you know, it's a straightforward movie. So I I liked that about it. And I think, again, it served the story well because there was a lot of momentum, but to me, it also did feel like a lot of just the same thing over and over and over and over and over, you know, a boat is being attacked by a U-boat. Greyhound goes over there. They kind of chase him around a little bit. Sometimes they get him. Sometimes they don't. The the U-boat would call and taunt them some damage on either side and then we just repeat it nine times in 70 minutes yeah
0: yeah yeah I agree I mean it's it's almost as if like the most exciting scene from Dunkirk just kept being replayed over and over again until you're like well it's not that exciting anymore right like that I I could see that like and I do compare it to Dunkirk a little bit like I mean it is it is a naval battle during World War Two. I mean, that that's that's the gist of what we're watching here. It's just that Dunkirk kept cutting back and forth in weird time signatures between the air and the land and the sea. Yeah. And this was just the sea moving forward and uh, I guess another thing that I really liked about
1: I was gonna say Dunkirk yeah. had that scale though. Dunkirk is massive and felt massive and felt like you know, I saw that in seventy millimeter, and it's like that's where you see Dunkirk. This one felt like you're watching it on a laptop. It's so repetitive that you can like check it's, your phone or like I text did watch with it on my iPad. Yeah, right. You can text <laughs> with your dad while you watch it because he's watching it too, because it's Tom right. Hanks since World War Two. And that's kind of what it was designed for. So like it just you don't have to pay attention the whole time.
0: But I have to say that that what I really appreciated about it was This exposure to A part of the world war That wasn't the battle Of Normandy in In Saving Private Ryan Right like this this was This was like a banal Wartime Exercise we're just getting a fleet across The Atlantic all, all we're trying to do is get right. Ships from one place to the next And this is the sh- You need to deal with, yeah, from point A to point B, and that I thought was really interesting. Like, normally wartime movies are Pearl Harbor or Saving Private Ryan or the, I mean, in in, uh, Apocalypse Now, right? Like, it's all just constant hell and and fire and missiles. And this was, we're we're just trying to get across the ocean. Like, all all we're trying to do is get over there and. On the way, we've got a high likelihood of dying. That was an interesting wartime story to me.
1: That was interesting. There are also some just, uh, I guess, details of the naval battles and some of the technology. Like, I didn't realize that sonar and radar were as heavily used in World War II. Like, I didn't realize we even had that technology. Um, So there were some interesting things, I guess, that I I learned and that I, I thought, well, that's interesting and that's novel. And again, Tom Hanks, I do like him. I I like him a lot and I don't think he doesn't need to do much to keep my attention and to command the screen. And he does a lot with, you know, a gesture or a glance. Um, So I feel like much like Saving Private Ryan, where I think they did cut a lot of I mean he's got a couple of like rousing speeches in that movie but they also cut a lot. They just kept trimming stuff out and throwing stuff away to kind of strip it back. I think it felt like this was the same. Like let's let the mm. story speak for itself. We don't need a lot of like flowery speeches or um sermonizing. You know, he's not in a soapbox talking about sailors and righteousness or something like that, but yeah. Uh so I there there was there were a lot of things to like one thing I did not like was the look of this movie, the, 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 the scenes at sea looked so fake, looked so like just CGI painted that it really mm. felt like this whole thing was shot in front of a green screen and then somebody just painted, you know, the, the different sunsets and sunrises and the, it just looked really fake. What?
0: To me. What were you watching the movie on? What device TV. do you... TV,
1: yeah. I mean, a 4K television.
0: I watched it on an iPad, and I thought that it looked fine. I, I mean, <laughs> it, it didn't bother me. But much. not
1: spectacular. Not like... I don't know. Again, it, it was no Dunkirk visually. It just... C- correct.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, one thing that I was confused about in the film is, you know, when they dropped those... those depth chargers to sink the German U-boat like off the side of the Greyhound, all of a sudden it all like the water bubbles up red. Is that supposed to be blood of the people that were on the ship or why would it turn red? Like, I guess I just didn't know how you know you sank the boat and that was confusing to me. Like, it it seemed odd to me that the the sea would turn red because 40 people were on that submarine and it got blown up. Like, that was weird. Yeah,
1: I guess I took that more to be fuel
0: from okay. the
1: submarine or gunk i mean i guess if you just drop a bomb in water and it doesn't hit anything you get nothing
0: right but if something happens could have been then, a whale yeah. i guess yeah, right, right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> chunks of whale <laughs> blowing everywhere yeah, like, like peta's going after the greyhound <laughs> like you how did you kill this whale what
1: the hell? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so I thought you know, the, movie's, the movie was okay, but I, I gotta okay. ask. What's
0: up with that? What's up with that?
1: What's up with What's up with sailors having to repeat what everyone says? Like, I don't understand why when someone says, you know, come around at heading 110. Someone else says come around to heading one ten and someone else says coming around at heading one ten. Like heck, gets old
0: pretty quick. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I why agree. do sailors
1: do that? Doesn't seem like anybody else has to do that.
0: You know who we're gonna have to ask is a good seaman. Oh, we boy. need we need a seaman to answer that question for oh, us. Uh boy. What's up with the windshield wipers on the windows of a ship? Like I Agreed. I was laughing so hard and then it actually became Something that was commented on in the movie, like, like let's let's get these windshield wipers going faster. And I'm like, is that a really is that a thing? Like, they, that's how you drove the boat. You look out the window,
1: <laughs> really? Like,
0: get, there's is, these like teeny little windshield wipers on these terrible teeny terrible little windows, effect. and there's like a hundred windows, and they've all right. got them going. That was really weird to me. Yeah. So. What's up with, I'm just going to repeat myself, what's up with somebody
1: repeating everything that they have to say as a screenwriter? I mean, normally, you know, in a a screenplay, like, one page of dialogue is, uh, you know, one page of screenplay is a minute of screen time. How do you do that as a, like, was this script, like, 300 pages long because it's just take everything everyone says and, like... And repeat it. Yeah, Control-C, (laughs) Control-V, Control-V, like... I I just don't understand,
0: like... (laughs) windshield wipers yes sir yeah. windshield wipers aye, aye. windshield wipers windshield wipers eyes
1: yeah <laughs> and then and then you go to the next thing and it's like man that was a whole page <laughs> that was a whole page of dialogue what's with um, tom hanks's character and being named ernie and for some reason hating to eat
0: yeah the cook is he, always trying to get he's, him to eat something. He's, giving him his, he's bringing Steak and eggs. He's like, we're out of food except that I made you steak and eggs. Like, <laughs> right. and they're, they're like eggs Benedict and they, like there's probably like a little Thorador. bit. Of, there's, like, yeah, there's crab on the side. Like he's he, he just like Everyone takes a sip of his coffee and, and milk. throws it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Why does he hate to eat? Um, what? What's up with the Navy needing to wear life jackets in the middle of the Atlantic? Like, I, I, I just have to ask. If, if this ship gets hit, first of all, nobody's surviving the hit. Like, the, the, the boat's going down, but you're all dead in advance. And I like to boat, and I make my kids wear life jackets, but we're kind of like tooling around on a pontoon in the middle of a lake in sure. Wisconsin, right? Like, like, a life jacket's going to save their life. It's not going to save his. So it was just sort of comical when they're, like, launching torpedoes and he's wearing a life jacket.
1: There were a couple of those boats they went to save that they were unsuccessful. And as they see boats sinking, they radio somebody and they're like, yeah, we were able to save, like, 20 men. Right. I got to imagine those guys wore life jackets. They were in the water. Another boat came over, picked them up. I mean, if someone's right right there. I mean, it's not like they're going to, like, drift to Liverpool in their life jacket. But if, if your goal is to just stay afloat long enough that the rescue boat that is barreling towards you can pick you up, I,
0: yeah, I, I I'd wear one. That's, that's fair. I guess if everybody on the Titanic had had a life jacket, right. we'd have all been in a better spot. Yeah. Right.
1: What's right. up with there's – a, there's a really tense moment.
0: Uh, well, of course, there's
1: a bunch of them. It's a war movie. But there's a moment where Tom Hanks is on the bridge and he. it's like all quiet and everyone is just sort of like – solemnly looking out the window and then one guy just starts whistling like one of the sailors just starts whistling a song and one of the other like one of his comrades just to like tell him like shut up like <laughs> what is up with that guy like who, yeah, who is what the what is up to with just that guy? nervously whistle uh yeah. for no reason in the middle of a moment yeah. like that what's up with sailors knowing like all the headings Like they just look out the window, like they're they're like on the deck of the boat. We're south south west, yeah. Yeah, come around to bearing three one five. They're like three one five I, three one five I, three one five I, (laughs) three one five I. Like, how does he know? No one looks at a compass, and even if they did, if like if it was me, I'd be like, okay, I have a compass. Okay, and the red is what? That's north. Okay, so I'd have to like turn north first. (laughs) it takes you like like
0: 14 minutes to get points. i have to like orient (laughs) myself
1: with the compass and then be like okay and then so if that's zero then this is 315 315 come around to 315 you know like but they just do it like on the fly while they're running is that totally just a hollywood thing that in movies sailors can do this or or can sailors just innately Yes, they just know. They have like an internal
0: compass. They absolutely yes. know, like to the degree. Yes, not
1: it wasn't three one four. It was like, three one like, five. Like
0: the, they know. The guy at the helm just like looks up at the sky and is like, oh, there's the North Star. And like quick, quick turns it like like <laughs> right. half an inch. Yeah, yeah. Right. They all it. have a yeah.
1: sextant with them. That thing that they just line up and they have it at all times. But it's like in their brains. I don't understand yeah.
0: what is yeah. up I, I, don't, with that? I don't get that either. Yeah.
1: What is up? Also, for a movie like this. Apple TV or Apple Max or Apple Plus, whatever it's called, big get, lots of money spent in the Tom Hanks movie, here I am, 4K TV, 4K Apple TV to stream it, and this thing must have, like, paused on me seven times. Like, it buffered, <laughs> no. like, talk about just ruining the, the cinematic experience, it's like, boy, is this it, is the worst is, possible commercial for Apple Plus and their streaming capabilities and... Was kind of like aye. when Disney
0: Plus tried to stream Hamilton that first night and, like, nobody could watch it because you get everybody it? Yeah. was watching right. it? Right, yeah. yes, yeah. it was like that, yes. Yeah. All right.
1: Uh, last thing, what is up with there's – the, there's a scene where the submarine – one of the submarines comes up, the U-boat is up out of the water, and they're, like, having like, a, like, a machine gun battle. Yeah, that was insane. Like, like did that happen where, like – The the submarine would come up and people would get out and just shoot with guns. I
0: mean, that was the first time
1: I've ever seen that in a submarine movie.
0: I obviously have no idea to know if that's a thing. But I got to say, when those U-boats surfaced, that's not what I expected a German U-boat to look like. And I have to think that a movie of this caliber, like, they paid attention to detail. Like, that's probably what a U-boat looked like. I didn't even think it looked like a submarine when those things surfaced. Like, it looked like almost a... A cruise ship when it got to the to the surface, like it was really unusual looking to me. And I thought, like, uh, again, another reason that that army was so and that navy was so successful in that war, like they had pretty crazy technology. Like that thing looked insane. You look insane. You look insane. Are you ready for five
1: questions? Let's go. All right. This movie stars Tom Hanks. We'll say it, quote, stars Elizabeth Shue and also stars the- Stephen Graham. He's, like, the only other recognizable actor who's been in anything else. Okay. Please name three other Stephen Graham performances that you liked <laughs> as much as this one.
0: I pass. I don't know what else he was in. I recognized him. Oh, really? Yeah. He was just what, in
1: The yeah. Irishman. Oh, was he? He plays uh, Tony Pro. He's the guy
0: who gets in, like, the fight with oh, Jimmy Hoffa. Oh, The Irishman. Like- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, the Irishman. Anyway. The Irish man. Anyway, the okay. Irish man. Okay. Yeah, he's not a good-looking guy.
1: Uh, qu- question number two. When you were younger, how in love were you with Elizabeth Shue?
0: Uh, she, she was adventurous in Babysitting, right? Yes. Yeah, a fair amount. Yeah. Fair amount. Yeah, yeah. yeah. safe we'll, to we'll, say. We'll <laughs> I'm yeah. going to go with a medium. Medium, okay. Okay.
1: Uh, just I mean, keep that in mind for this next one. Uh, Question three, Elizabeth Shue, um, who's in this movie for all of (laughs) 2.6 minutes, graduated from Harvard in June of 2000 with a degree in government. Apparently she had been one semester short of earning her degree when she dropped out 15 years prior to pursue her acting career. Oh my God. Has she, has Elizabeth Shue finally proven the value of paying ungodly sums of money per year for a degree in government from Harvard? Can we just say money well spent? Should
0: Harvard just put Elizabeth Shue has one on all to- their
1: recruiting totally. materials? Like,
0: she's so, so we're saying like she, she dropped out of school with one credit left to go and then went on to become an Oscar nominated actress. Oscar nominated actress yeah <laughs> and then back like, right and then and then still made some great movies and got critical acclaim, probably making a ton of money, which is like, I need that final credit. like I love I, it. I love this woman. I'm in now, government now I'm more I have a harder crush on her.
1: do you think like her her asking price for movies went up?
0: Like her yeah. quote went up. <laughs> like, and she was like hey, like, "Hey, hey, like I've got I the just degree. Just graduated like, from, like, from Harvard. Like, a, her like framed diploma over to the director. Hey, right. Harvey, I've this got this. this. This isn't UNC. This is this is Harvard.
1: <laughs> Come on, guys.
0: <laughs> Good uh, for different. her. That's yeah.
1: awesome. For sure, I'm really uh, impressed. That's sweet. Question number four: Why are World War II movies so revered and so reverent? while films about Vietnam, the Gulf War, Iraq, and Afghanistan seem like hell on earth?
0: That's a good question. I I guess I feel like World War II movies still seem like hell on earth. Like, I think back to Dunkirk and feel like that was a harrowing experience to sit through. And Saving Private Ryan, the same thing, I guess. If you're... If you're gonna compare like Saving Private Ryan to Apocalypse Now or to Platoon, yeah, I mean, I get it. Like, it war looks like hell. And, yeah, or, yeah. War looks like hell in those movies, and war looks like a regal hell in World War II. Like, if it's set in the early 1940s, it looks like a beautiful hell as opposed to hell, hell. Yeah, I Got don't it. know. I don't know that answer. Question
1: number five: What was Tom Hanks' last great movie?
0: Last great movie: The Terminal. <laughs> really? It was fantastic! No, uh, you just you love him it?
1: in The Terminal.
0: <laughs> what's, the, what's the one he's in with the Cloud Atlas. What, oh, yeah, the Circle. What's the one he's in? The Circle. Yeah, no, not yeah. that one either. Yeah, not what, that his one. His last, gr- his last great. Great movie, yeah. Ooh, um, I would say Castaway. I thought that was a great movie. Okay, so twenty years ago. Yeah, that was twenty years ago. Yeah, so one of our was...
1: one of our most beloved actors' last great movie is more than twenty years old.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think so. Okay. What do you do? You think there's a a movie in between Castaway and now that was? Oh, great? I think you just
1: named a bunch of them. I mean, Larry Crown, <laughs> right?
0: cloud atlas the circle being honest do you think like i i feel like story four okay that's valid that's valid that's all right Uh, yeah that's that's some voice actor that's fine all right all right right.
1: okay well anyway well that's my questions thanks listeners thanks buddy so you really like this movie i thought it was fine okay I guess I would say if you are somebody who has opted to pay money for Apple TV plus Prime Max and you need something to have on while you text with your dad, I think this is fine.
0: I think that was a great reminder that I need to cancel my free one week subscription so that we could actually watch this movie. And text I your think dad. That I'm, like, I I'm paying for him. it. No, like, like, right, text my dad, like, watch this movie. Also, I'm canceling my subscription. <laughs> So, Dad, you don't get to glom on to my subscription anymore. Right,
1: right. Well, yeah. uh, so I'm glad we saw it, though. And it was a, uh, this is our whirlwind tour of different streaming services. So this week was Greyhound on Apple TV Plus Prime Max. And next week is the new movie Palm Springs starring Andy Samberg on Hulu. So if you're somebody who has opted to pay for Hulu or who wants to sign up for a one-month free trial, uh, that's what we'll be doing next. Dad.
0: dads unite here they are thanks for listening to the spoiler alert podcast please visit us online at movieoutsiders.com where you can see what films we'll be discussing next comment on our recent episodes Suggest movies to review or topics to discuss or submit questions for the five questions segment of the podcast. Stop by and visit our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash movie outsiders and be sure to follow us on Twitter at movie outsiders. If you're a fan of the show, we'd really appreciate you leaving a review on iTunes, Overcast, Stitcher or whatever podcast subscription service you use. We'll be back again next week with another episode. But until then, enjoy the movies.